2: Host of Like It Matters Radio heard weekday mornings at nine on Wellness Radio
3: KDIZ Golden Valley Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. On its way north, on its way north from Florida, Hurricane Dorian now menacing the coastal Carolinas with high winds, waves of rain, and heavy surf. The National Hurricane Center's Richard Pash says Dorian remains unpredictable and could make landfall somewhere in the Carolinas. The
0: center could easily move onshore uh, over the next uh, within the next 24 to 36 hours. The forecast track is very close to the coastline and and perhaps, you know, over the coastline. But we're not going to be specific about any one place where landfall might occur.
3: There is grave concern along the coast of the Carolinas over the possibility of a devastating storm surge along with flooding rains. Dorian remains a Category 3 storm. Its maximum sustained winds at 115 miles per hour. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 407 points. This is SRN News.
4: Are you a member of our rewards program?
3: Yeah,
0: I had the card here somewhere.
4: We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All All of the the perks, none none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com.
5: A little warmer today, ahead of some cooler weather for the weekend, though. i Michaels here on Wellness 1570. Could see a scattered storm this morning. Otherwise, we'll see it start to clear out partly cloudy and near 80 for the high tonight then partly cloudy low 60s and then for friday we'll see some more sunshine in mid 70s but for the weekend saturday sunday right now there's a chance of a scattered shower and highs only in the mid 60s coming up it's like it matters radio
3: i'm pastor david mitchell founder and ceo of tradeway I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing. But Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Join us at Calvary Lutheran Church in
5: Golden Valley, September 27th and 28th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
6: I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a so surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 360 Six seven 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 three, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org, or better yet, simply dial pound two fifty on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non-political and totally educational.
7: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Life Across.
1: expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
5: Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day
2: to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio, radio Like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And boy, am I excited to join you. You know, we are live in the studio, uh, and we will be uh, having some guests join us. If you want to be a part of the radio show, you can call in at 651-289-4466. And today I want to talk about uh, what I did over the weekend. You know, over the weekend, In Chicago, I was reading about so many people shot and killed. I mean, the violence in Chicago, uh, is just, uh, uh, it's just, it's incredible. I cannot believe it. But yet, we were in Chicago. There were nine of us with a group of people that we called Team 207. Uh, and, uh, man, we were doing everything but taking life. We were doing everything but, uh, uh, hurting people. We were actually growing, uh, becoming the best possible version of ourselves. And so today we're going to talk about planes crashing, people die. And, and what I mean by that is life is short. Uh, we were to live it with a sense of urgency. Uh, and this last weekend in, in uh, uh, in Chicago, we got a chance to experience some hope. We got a chance to experience many different things. Matter of fact, in our training, uh, we experience in two days uh, probably more life than a lot of spe- people experience in in many, many years. Uh, and uh, I thought we would be, be cool to uh, have some people who went through the class join us. And I'd like to bring on my bride, uh, Valerie. Valerie, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How are you, babe?
7: Good morning.
2: I'm I'm doing okay in Dallas traffic. <laughs> uh, yeah, as best as you can do in in Dallas traffic. It's kind of like uh, Minneapolis traffic about seven o'clock in the morning, going down. What is it? Ninety four, I think it is, and it's like wall to wall traffic. So, uh, anyways, thanks. I, I, I know you're heading to an appointment. And you got a lot going on, but thanks for joining me on the radio. You know, uh, we get to experience some pretty incredible stuff. It is a labor of love. Uh, it can be at times a burden, but it's a burden that we gleefully and proudfully carry. Uh, but you know, we had a class, uh, of only, there were nine of us in the classroom, only five in the class, a very small class. It's, uh, two classes in a row. We've done uh, small classes. I don't know any other guy, any other trainer, any other, uh, transformational speaker who would show up for five people, but we, uh, we, we focus on who is there, uh, not who is not there. But, you know, we had a great class. You know, I was looking, Val, at uh, the people in class of the five. You know, we had a a black woman from Chicago who had lost a a son in uh, gun violence in Chicago. We had a white 17-year-old young man who many would call privileged. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. Yeah, we had two Mexicans, and again, that sounds so racist, but we had two people that came from Mexico who live in Mexico, who are Mexican citizens. (laughs) <laughs> who flew into America uh, to uh, uh, join us in our training. And one was a man and one was a woman. And then we had uh, uh, Kayla, who will be joining us in about 15 minutes, who's, uh, uh, again, an incredible woman, an incredible leader, uh, happens to be Caucasian and a woman. So a great diversity of people in the class, but phenomenal uh, what took mm-hmm. place. And, and, you know, one thing I like to do, babe, you know this, is I like to bring people hope. And uh, so what I want to do is, you know, as, as intense as our training was, as incredible as it is, let me ask you, I mean, you know, even t- every time we do a class, we learn a lot. And I know I learn a lot yeah. when I do a class. So let me ask you, what do you think from going through that class this week with Team 207, what did you learn?
7: Wow. Um, well, I always learn a lot. But I think um, my biggest thing that I took away from this last weekend was um, my own self-talk. That's stuff that I say in my head uh, you know over the last couple months we've been going through some hard times and I just kind of let that self-talk uh, go wild and it gets pretty nasty and so um, the things that I say to myself you know about about myself and you know messing up or whatever I beat myself up a lot and um, that, that really hit me in the face this last weekend and so I did um, you know I got to be involved in a lot of processes, so i used I used what we do and um used it to draw a line in the sand for myself.
2: Yeah. And, and, um, and, and, you know, we all have to deal with the self-talk. That's the thing. I mean, I struggle with it at times. I've, I've worked on cleaning up my head for 30 years and there's still times I, I struggle. And so, and I know if there's someone like me and someone like you who does this, you know, two to three times a month and we struggle, uh, what is yeah. the normal person out there? How much do they struggle? And you're right. That self-talk dictates yeah. everything. Uh, I always yeah. say we always have at least one person talking to ourselves. And I say, who's that? And ourselves. Uh, Because thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself. So that is a great reminder. For me, it was the same thing. Let me ask you, um, what about hope? You know, what did you experience this weekend as, you you know, taking people through this transformational process? What did you uh, see or experience this weekend that brings you hope?
7: Oh, my gosh. The whole makeup of the class brings me hope. Like getting on social media, reading news, talking to other people, Um, it's like the world out there, not that I know it, but the world out there is wanting to say, um, you know, Trump supporters hate Mexican people and uh, white people and black people shouldn't mix together and this and that. And what I experience, and we experience this all the time in our training, we had Mexicans, we had a black person, we had white people, we had a little kid and, People from North Carolina, Portland, all over the country all come together and form a family, not just a team, but a family. These people cried together. They shared their innermost, deepest, darkest secrets with each other, and they supported each other. They pulled each other up, and oh my gosh, that is what brings me hope, is that there is hope out there that we all can get along, and we're all in this together in life and all that stuff no matter what our skin color is no matter what our job is no matter how much money you make we all have this stuff inside of us and having those five people there this last weekend was just a beautiful thing to watch them be strangers and form a family by the end of the weekend it just still blows my mind every time it happens
2: yeah if people could see I mean you're right the hatred out there, the bitterness and the self righteous people out there who who are hating on the guy in the White House because he's a hater you know the Bible says, you yep. know uh, what are you so wrapped up in the splinter in your brother's eye when the plank's in your own eye you know where yeah. we justify our own hatred uh, but we condemn everybody else's. We're so self-righteous that we are judge, jury, and, and if someone votes different than me, then I should disown them. If someone thinks different than me, then I'm going to kick them off of Facebook. That is such mm-hmm. a travesty. And, and you got yeah. so many people pushing it, so many holier than thou, so many that think they're better than mm-hmm. everybody else and they're going to fix everything for everybody else. Well, why don't you just fix yourself? Why don't you just work on yeah. being a better you? And I love that. You're right. We had people from from North Carolina, people from Portland, Portland. You would think those are two totally different groups of people. We had two people flew in from Mexico. We had someone from Virginia. We had white and black and brown. Uh, we had people who voted for Trump and people who probably don't like Trump in that class. And we came together, yeah. like you said, as one human yep. family, trusting each other, yep. committing to each other. Uh, phenomenal. Yep. And we get to experience that on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, there is hope because, uh, if we could just stop listening to the lying world, if we could just stop listening to the political lead on CNN and MSNBC, uh, if we could just actually start living our lives like they matter and start understanding each other, uh, everything can change. Uh, and, uh, you know, we experience that on a regular basis on our training. You see it, you experience it, right?
7: Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah, that's time. right.
2: Well, thank you so much, babe, for joining me. I know you got to get going on an appointment. I appreciate you calling in. I love you, uh, and I will see thank you, you uh, after the show.
7: I love you too.
2: Thank you. All right, bye bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, one of the greatest commodities of a leader is hope. We're to be hope peddlers. And if you read the news, uh, turn on the news, listen to the news, uh, man, it, it's terrible because it, it makes you feel helpless and hopeless. Uh, but you know what? We can change things. I think it was Gandhi that says, be the change that you want to see in this world. Uh, And that's what we do at Like It Matters. And after the break, we're going to have someone who was in Team 207 join us. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And I'm helping you be more hopeful about your future. We'll be back in three minutes.
6: Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening.
8: It's like no other you know people say that
0: you're crazy for running into a burning building but you know the one thing they have in common is adrenaline you know from, from go when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter it was it was non-stop adrenaline but it's unlike anything I've ever done it's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed.
6: like it matters we don't take applicants only commitment
3: according to
1: google a local business owner like you needs to spend at least 15 hours a week to optimize their online search campaigns i'm nick anderson general manager of salem media group twin cities introducing you to salem surround the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses let salem surround maximize your seo and sem campaigns so you can run your business Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406.
6: Parkinson's disease is a neurological movement disorder affecting an estimated one million Americans, including many under age 40. The American Parkinson Disease Association is the largest grassroots network in the United States, working to help ease the burden and find the cure for those coping with Parkinson's. Visit apdaoptimism.org today to find out how you can help millions live with dignity and optimism. Your action today will help APDA put an end to Parkinson's disease. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
1: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included
6: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening class in minneapolis october 3rd through the 5th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters: Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mister Black. And if you just stumbled onto this radio show, man, are you blessed! Uh, I do intensive leadership training. I've been doing it for twenty-seven years. Uh, you can go to likeitmatters.net to read about it. Uh, if you want more out of life, if you want more, uh, out of your marriage, if you want more out of your employees, if you want more out of your, your company, if you want more out of you, uh, you go to likeitmatters.net. I have two and a half day transformational process that will change your life. Been doing it for 27 years for companies like Coca-Cola, Craft, the military, churches, uh, mom and pops. Uh, and, uh, about four years ago, I started this radio show. Uh, and what I do is I help you live your life like it matters. I teach you how you work. I inspire you. I bring you some education. I bring you some inspiration. And I bring you something that is applicable because we need to keep hope alive. You know, people can live uh, for a short period of time without uh, water, a little bit longer without food, but I'm going to suggest that without hope, uh, we might still be breathing. We might be able to fog a mirror, but without hope. Uh, we're dead. We're dead in the water. Like the Bible says, without a vision, people perish. And a vision is about having some hope for that this situation, no matter how bad it is, that tomorrow can be better. So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines. Let's, uh, welcome, uh, Kayla. Kayla, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Kayla? Good
4: morning. I'm doing great. Hope you are.
2: I uh, well, you are escaping the oncoming uh, weather, uh, right?
4: <laughs> yes, sir. We uh we live on a military base, so they did a mandatory evacuation um, yesterday. So I'm back. And you live in, in Virginia, North correct? Yep, Virginia
2: in, you Beach. live in Virginia, right? Go ahead.
4: Oh no! Hello? i was gonna say I live in uh, Virginia Beach. We're stationed in Norfolk right now, but we live in awesome. uh, Virginia Beach.
2: So uh, your uh, father-in-law went up and uh, got you and uh, drove you down to uh, uh, North Carolina so you could be safe. And I know uh, your husband's in the military on duty, so he, he has to stay. But uh, thank you so much with everything going on uh, for you joining us. So you were a part of Team 207 in Chicago last weekend, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, how did it go for you? How was your weekend?
4: <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, it was a whirlwind. Um... I, the weekend was just incredible, and it. You had asked me right after the class was over. I, I couldn't tell you exactly, you know, verbatim what I went through, but it's just been a great week processing everything. And you know, we we graduated that class feeling like we were on top of a mountain, but I just feel like the mountain's only gotten higher. Um, this week is, you know, wow. constantly reflecting on everything that we've been through. Um, but it was it was That's a wonderful so cool. weekend.
2: That's so cool. Now, how did you find out about Like It Matters?
4: So my father-in-law that you um, you know mentioned before, he actually went to the class. His company sent him, um, and then after that, my um, all of my in-laws have been to the class. <laughs> my yeah, my brother-in-law joined you. Uh, my mother-in-law, yeah. and then um, my brother-in-law's girlfriend, who actually yeah. works with me, joined your class.
2: Yeah, and you work for a great company. I uh, built Smart, right? And you have a great leader there. And he he paid for you to go and paid for Jordan to go without knowing what it was. But he believes uh, in, in the ability to build people, develop people, and so you you already work for a great uh, boss. And now you're coming back a greater employee, correct?
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I'm um, super grateful. You know, he just he he trusted us. Um, saying that we wanted to do this just because we've seen uh, the benefit and what everybody else that we know has gone through the class has gained from it. Um, So, you know, when I suggested, you know, Jordan got to go before I did, and I suggested this is something that we should do, he trusted completely in the process. So, That's
2: that's so cool. Looking forward to meeting him. Now, why did you originally go in? I mean, what was your reason uh, for signing up? We always have a reason for why we do everything. What was your purpose? What did you think you were going to gain, or why did you sign up for class?
4: Um, I think, you know, witnessing my family come back from this class, kind of on fire for life, um, was the main reason why I wanted to go. You know, I have drive, and um you know, committed to, like, holding up my promises and, and working hard, but, you know, before I went into this class, it was kind of, you know, I defined my, my purpose um, for what I could do for, for other people, and I just kind of wanted to go and come back with this the same light and the same fire that, you know, I witnessed my family come back to
2: Yeah, and you you said something so critical. A lot of people think that our training is a a fix it training, and you know, where someone's struggling or someone's this, and and it does benefit. Don't get me wrong, it does help people. It does, can quote, fix people. But that's not why most people come in class. Most people come in my class who are already doing pretty good. Most people come in my class who are already leaders and they want the next level. And that's with you. I mean, you're young. uh, You've basically been on your own uh, since you've been young, like I have. You and I have very similar background you're already a leader I mean your boss trusts you with a lot I mean you were doing a lot of things right before you came to my class correct
4: yeah
2: yeah that's right isn't that cool yeah you were doing a lot of things right but there was one big thing uh, that was holding you back and if you look at Kayla she's beautiful she's young she's intelligent uh I mean she'll look you in the eye she stands tall I mean she already looks like the epitome of a great leader. But I want to read something that you shared at the end of class. You said, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. You said, my biggest block in life was indecisiveness. You said, I've been blessed with an empowering leader at work, yet up until now, I have never felt confident enough to make decisions when I've been asked to. And, And that's what's incredible because on the outside, someone can look at you and say, wow, what an incredible woman. What a driven woman. But like Miss Black said in the first segment, you know our self-talk dictates so much that you know what we say to ourselves over and over and over is truly what we believed. And going into class, you you had a lot of fears. You were afraid to make a decision. Talk about that a little bit.
4: Yeah, I think like indecisiveness, um, you know, up until up until now, has been paralyzing for me. I think um, I have the ability to make huge decisions on behalf of, you know, several companies. I've mentioned to you the, um, the person that I work for, he doesn't just own one company. He is a leader of, you know, a couple of companies and he's put me in a position to make decisions and completely trust me. Like, you know, when he sits me down, he'll ask me, what do you think needs to happen? And I just, you know, beforehand just I think I know, or I thought I knew what the right decision was, but just being confident in myself, you know, that I'm an intelligent person, I'm reasonable, I'm grounded, but for some reason, I would just get paralyzed when I would be put on the spot on making a decision.
2: And that's no longer, I mean, it's, it's incredible, because right after you got out of my class, you had to go home and deal with an evacuation, deal with a lot of chaos, mm-hmm. and you had to notice you handled it much better, Correct.
4: I handled it so much better, and one thing I I didn't get to, like, share with you guys while I was in class, right before um, coming to Chicago to the class, my husband and I found out we actually, we live in an RV, we had um, mold in our home. So we, you know, we're kind of displaced and we're staying with friends um, before the evacuation happened. And, you know, before I went into that class, I was like, God, this is like the worst thing that's happened to me. Like, we're, we're being forced to, you know, live outside of our home. Um, essentially, like, my husband and I are spending a ton of time apart through all of this. And it just seemed like it was, like, the most overwhelming thing I've ever had to deal with, which, of course, it's not. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's simple. It's, you know, thankful for insurance and things like that that are actually coming through to help us but even having the like okay well i've got people that are scheduled to come out and and deal with our home but i've got to pack our house up and move it to a different state and then start that process all over again but instead of it seeming like it was like the biggest thing i've ever had to deal with it's i don't i just have this like sense of calm and control and you know i I know what to do. I know what decisions I need to make to take care of things for my husband and I and for our home. And, you know, it's as simple as that. It's not that big of a deal.
2: That's right. And no more indecisiveness. That's you know, at the uh, on this sheet of paper that you answered some of these questions. You said in a few words, why should someone attend leadership awakening? You said to gain confidence, to be a leader, to recognize their passion, purpose, and mission, to be equipped with the right tools to engage their heart, body, and soul, uh, to, in all of these things. And and that's where you're at right now. So, what are you hopeful about as you move forward uh, after this class? What are you hopeful about?
4: I'm hopeful. You know I'm hopeful just to, about you know having having purpose and being passionate about life instead of just being like overwhelmed by things when i'm when I'm faced with them you know I seem to handle things a lot um, a lot better in in the business life, but when it comes to my personal life, I mean you know it's one of those things somebody's a completely different person at work, but in their personal life you know they're kind of a wreck and i up until now and before that class I kind of felt like anything that had to do do with my personal life or with my marriage. Um, you know, my husband and I've only been married a year. So, you know, even just like dealing with confrontation in my marriage, I was just so overwhelmed by it, but I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, I'm equipped with the tools that I need and the knowledge that I need and, you know, the passion and purpose to just be able to handle things, um, the right way. And instead of just being overwhelmed by everything.
2: Yeah. And you've had some great conversations with Dustin since you've been, I mean, you guys have done a lot of talking, a lot of connecting, correct?
4: Correct. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's the cool thing. See, I believe when you improve the person, you improve their performance. And when you improve their performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. So you're improved as a person. So everything you do as a person is going to be improved as well. So uh, I appreciate you joining me. I know you got lots going on. Mm-hmm. I will keep you guys in my thoughts and prayers. Uh, and I'm looking forward to working with Built Smart and seeing how we can take an already great company to the next level. So thank you so much, Kayla. God bless you, and you be safe, okay? Hey, thank you. You too. Have a good day. All right, you too. You know, ladies and gentlemen, what I do is situational leadership. You never really know what you're made of until you put in an environment to get squeezed. You know, the military, they call it boot camp. Uh, In football, we call it OTAs or the two-a-days. You know, we got to be pushed. We got to be stretched. We got to – it's called situational leadership because we don't really know how we're going to handle a situation until we're in live fire practice. And that's what I do with people at likeitmatters.net. Go to likeitmatters.net, check it out, and you can read all about it. I am Mr. Black. After the break, we're going to go into the sense of urgency that we should live our life with and what are those foundational principles to create a culture in our life that allows us to be our best. We'll be back in three minutes.
9: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
2: You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't
8: do a very good job of going into the why and, you know, why am I doing this? Why does my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice.
9: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through 5th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. Where 48 Hours will change your life.
1: We're surrounded by noise. Bombarded by information. Messages struggling to get attention. So many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround with all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world you need to know how to use all the options efficiently our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof we know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers.
9: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening.
6: And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle.
9: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, October 3rd through the 5th. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, today we've titled today's show, Planes Crash, People Die, Team 207. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it, it is a tough world out there. I mean, i I be honest with you, I I, I don't watch the news a lot. I chime in uh, for about five minutes a day so I can just be kept abreast of what's going on. I'll jump on the drudgereport.com once or twice a day just to scan the headlines. But, you know, it, it is a pretty negative, bitter world out there. And, uh, America's become very similar. You know, we, we live in a political process that, uh, you're supposed to think one way. And if you don't think like the media and the, uh, elite of America, uh, then you're, um, you, you don't belong. You don't matter. You don't deserve to be on facebook you you don't deserve to have a life you don't deserve to have a job you don't deserve to eat at a restaurant without being molested or disturbed and at some point people we got to change this at some point uh those in the resistance need to start having some responsibility uh they need to start seeking some understanding and you know i find it amazing because uh we were in chicago over the weekend and i had read that uh Huge number of shootings and killings uh, in Chicago over the weekend. But uh, where we were, uh, it was love. Where we were, it was peace. Where we were, we had people, nine people, working to be better versions of themselves. Where we were, we had nine people uh, seeking first to understand and then be understood. You know, I I saw this uh, little blurb. Someone wrote this on, uh, on Facebook, and I wanted to share it with you. Was about Chicago. It says Chicago has the strictest gun laws, uh, gun control laws in the union, and yet has the highest numbers of shootings. And no, the guns did not come from out of state, as the surrounding states don't have nearly the same level of, of shootings and killings in Chicago. And he's, this person goes on to say, gun control doesn't work. The majority of guns used by criminals are bought on the black market. Criminals don't obey laws by definition. The last terror attacks in Europe and the U.K. involved someone driving a vehicle into a crowd, killing many people. He said that evil will find a way, and if someone wants to kill, they will find a way. Guns are illegal in France, and yet last year, 150 people died in a terrorist shooting in Paris. Chicago has the strongest gun laws in the land, and yet they have the highest number of shootings, over 5,000 in 2017 alone. Similarly, London in which guns are banned, just exceeded New York City's murder rate, as they've seen in escalation of killings since the banning of guns, largely by knives. Yeah, they're actually doing limits now on knives because people are stabbing each other and butchering each other death. It says Australia, in which guns are illegal, recently had a school shooting in which 10 people were killed, four of which were children. See, ladies and gentlemen, one thing you got to realize is it's a universal law that hurting people hurt people. So you don't need to deal with the mechanism what people use to hurt people. We need to deal with the hurting people, and that's the key. And, and so what I am blessed to do, what I am honored to do, is I get to create this environment in these two and a half days that allow people to clean themselves up, that allow them to resuscitate their heart, that allow them to uh, uh, recalibrate their thinking, if you will. Uh, and I create an environment where it's situational leadership. See, like it matters, my purpose, LIM, uh, our purpose statement, we are creating a 5013C right now so that we can start uh, uh, helping anybody that needs help, whether they have money or not. And I wrote this the other day. It says, LIM operates exclusively to help people have healthy emotional intelligence. There's a pandemic of poor mental health gripping our country and we've been helping people overcome their emotional trauma through understanding how they are made and how they create experience. We train through experiential three-day processes where people experience situational leadership and learn how to overcome while building self-confidence and greater awareness. We help people who are suffering from and overcoming emotional trauma tied to abuse molestation, PTSD, drug addiction, and any other emotional trauma and pain as well as the normal disappointments in life. We create hope where there is hopelessness and we create a belief system of personal accountability and help them manifest a mission and a vision for their new life that compels them to raise the bar in their personal professional lives, becoming people of purpose with a desire to live their lives like it matters. And see, there's a proverb out there that says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. And what we do is I create a safe environment because leadership is a loop. It's permission, it's example, and it's culture. And what I do is I create a culture in my training. See, a culture is a series of repeated norms. A a culture is acceptable behavior. And what I do as quick as possible, I work to people to to get them off this wide path that most people are on. It's self-righteous. It's critical of everybody else, but condoning of ourself. Uh, we, we get wrapped up in everybody else's splinters in their eyes, all the other stuff they're doing, and yet we seem to be okay and condone uh, all the stuff that we're doing. And so we create a culture in my training. Uh, culture dictates everything. Culture's like soil. From good soil comes good produce. From bad soil comes bad produce. I create a culture of sense of urgency. That's what means my planes crash and people die. Uh, to not accept good enough. A culture of being under construction, always working for better. A culture where we get people emotionally involved with their life. Because if you're not emotionally involved with your life, who can be? A culture where we seek first to understand. And we understand others. We understand ourselves. We understand our future. We understand how we work. But it's a controlled, safe environment where you can learn about yourself and learn about your patterns. It reminds me of a story I once heard It was about a young woman and her mother. And this young woman went to her mother and told her about her life and how things were so hard for her, how how it wasn't fair. She did not know how she was going to make it. She just wanted to give up. And I see that a lot, ladies and gentlemen. She was tired of fighting, tired of struggling. It seemed as one problem was solved, a new one arose. So her mother took her to the kitchen. She filled three pots with water and placed each one on a high fire. Soon the pots came to a boil. In the first, she placed some raw carrots. In the second, she placed some raw eggs. In the last, she placed some ground coffee beans. She let them sit and boil without saying a word. After about 20 minutes of silence, she turned off the burners. She fished the carrots out and placed them in a bowl. She pulled out the eggs, placed them in a bowl. Then she ladled the coffee out and placed it in a bowl. Turning to her daughter, she asked, tell me, What do you see? Carrots, eggs, and coffee, she replied kind of sarcastically. Her mother brought her closer and asked her to feel the carrots. She did, and she noted that the carrots were soft. The mother then asked the daughter to take an egg and break the outer shell. After pulling off the shell, she observed the hard-boiled egg. Finally, the mother asked the daughter to sip the coffee. The daughter smiled as she tasted its rich aroma. The daughter then asked, Mom, what does all this mean? What's the point of all this? Her mother responded then that that each of these objects had faced the same adversity, boiling water. Each reacted differently. The carrot went in strong, hard, unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and it became weak, pliable. However, the egg had been fragile going in. Its thin outer shell had protected its liquid interior, but after sitting through the boiling water, its inside became hardened. The ground coffee beans were unique, however. After they were in the boiling water for a while, they actually changed the water. Which one are you? The mother asked the daughter. When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Think of this. Which one am I? Am I the carrot that seems strong, but with pain and adversity? Do I wilt? Do I become soft? Do I lose my strength? Do I become a victim? Do I give up? Or am I the egg that... That starts with a malleable heart, but changes when the heat gets too intense. Did I have a fluid spirit, but after a death, a breakup, a financial hardship, some trauma, drama from childhood, or some other trial, have I become hardened and stiff? Does my shell look the same on the outside, but on the inside am I bitter and tough with a stiff spirit? and a hardened heart or am i like the coffee bean the bean actually changes the hot water the very circumstances that brings the pain when the water gets hot it releases the fragrance and flavor if you are like the bean when things are at their worst you get better and because you get better the situation around you changes Because your perception changes. The frame that you see things and experience the things changes. When the hour is the darkest and trials are their greatest, do you elevate yourself to another level? How do you handle adversity? Are you a carrot? Are you an egg? Or are you a coffee bean? The happiest people don't necessarily have the best of everything. They just make the most of everything that comes along the way. The brightest future will always be based on a forgotten past. You can't go forward in life until you let go of your past failures, your past heartaches. Although we can choose to turn them into great learnings for the future, and that's the key. But that doesn't come natural, ladies and gentlemen. We need to be in a situation where we're formed, where we're processed, where we're squeezed, You know, the old proverb says you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Because when things get tough, we go to what we know. And a lot of us put in place things when we're 6, 7, 8, 12, 16 years old, when we had very little control. But the time is now to revisit that, to revisit that. And so after the break, we're going to go in depth. What are ways that we can live our life with a sense of urgency? What is that culture that we can put in place at home, at work, That allows us to rise. That allows us to not be changed by our environment, but change the environment itself. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction. We'll be back in three minutes.
8: Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mister Black at likeitmattersradio. dot com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mister Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me
2: forty eight hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me forty eight hours and I will give you hope. Give me forty eight hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At
5: Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule.
3: Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for Wellness 1570 and Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program.
4: If you love radio as much as we do, why don't you join us by having your own show? Go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com and click on Host Your Own Program. This station is owned and operated by Salem Media Group.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about planes crash and people die. And we've been joined by Team 207. Now, if you miss any of this radio show, you need to listen to it daily. You know, it's a one hour of power. You know, to get your mind right, to get your thinking right. You know, we need to take control of our thoughts. Uh, boy, a, a thought life that goes unchecked uh, is usually not a healthy one. We got to chime in. So, uh, you can listen to us twice a day. Uh, if you go, if you live in Minneapolis, St. Paul, you can listen from nine to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on AM 1570. You can live stream with them at twincitieswellnessradio.com. It's a great station, a great format. It's all about you uh and because of our affiliation with the Minneapolis St Paul station there uh you can go to uh iTunes uh and you can find us there on iTunes just search like it matters radio though you'll find us there also you can go iHeartRadio iHeartRadio view query uh, Wellness Radio 1570 or Wellness Radio Minneapolis, there will be every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can listen to us anywhere around the world. we got listeners all over the world in Saudi Arabia, uh, in Brazil, uh, in China, uh, in Mexico, uh, and in every state in this union. So, you know, I told you we had, uh, two people flying from Mexico for a class. We had a, a black woman from Chicago who had lost her son in gun violence. Uh, she's with a group called Parents for Peace and Justice that we work with. Uh, and we had a young white male who I would consider what a lot of you out there would call privileged. She's had a pretty good life. And then we had Kayla, uh, um, uh, you know, young in her thirties, uh, executive, uh, driven, powerful woman. And yet when they all were all said and done, now we left there as one family, loving each other, trusting each other. Uh, we voted differently, we believe some different things, and yet we all respect each other, all loved each other, all honored each other. We would do anything for each other. We'd take a phone call in the middle of the night. We'd we, you know, give money that we had. Why? Because I teach people that we are far more similar than we are different. You know, I want to share with you one of the gentlemen that came uh, from Mexico uh shared this at the end of his class. Now he he speaks maybe uh fifty fifty English. Uh his English is a little broken, a little chopped up, he more insecure. I think he did pretty well. Uh but he didn't understand half of what I said. Uh and conversely if he was talking in Spanish, I would not understand ninety five percent of what he said. But here's what he said after our training. He said, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. He said, my biggest block was that I was very arrogant and I didn't listen to other people. Secondly, he said, I, I used to judge people before knowing them. And the second question was, how will your experience at Leadership Awakening affect your life? He said, this experience will help me to understand that we are we are not that different from each other. We are much more similar than I realize. And he said, "We all ha- we all have our problems and issues inside. And sometimes you just need to listen to other people and get off yourself to understand. In a few words, why should someone attend Leadership Awakening? This training will help you to understand yourself. You are not who you think you are. And what are you now excited or passionate about? He said, I will walk out of here with a different way of thinking about others. I'll eliminate the phrase, I don't care. He said, quote, this last thing he said to me, he said, I have fire inside of me. And it's burning all uh, away all those bad feelings. Now again, this is a uh, Mexican who speaks Spanish who's writing in English for me. He says, I will keep that fire burning because the world will always will keep sending me bad feelings. He says, planes crash and people die. This weekend, I killed the old me that came in this training. I will keep him six feet under. He was not a people person to remember. I won't miss him. I am a hundred percent sure that I'm a new person that is in my mind and I will think like that every minute so it will be real and it is real. I know that in the future these bad feelings will return but I will close my eyes and return to this moment. With these people I have and I will feel, smell, uh, hear and relive this class, the new me won't judge people. We all have problems and we all need help. I will help others. I'm not the center of the universe. There is more than only me. I am a very small part of something bigger than myself. I am creating a good environment for generations to grow. My actions affect others. I am a leader. And I have the power to lead people to great things. I am able to create everything I put in my head. See, ladies and gentlemen, I put people through in a tough environment. To squeeze, that's how we learn. We learn by overcoming. Remember, there are three zones in life. There's the comfort zone. But it's not comfortable at all, it's stale, it's stagnant, we get stuck. And we don't grow in our comfort zone. And yet everybody wants to be comfortable. But yet we need to be uncomfortable so we can grow. Outside that zone called comfort is fear. It's false evidence appearing real. I can always tell you fear's address. It's right outside your comfort zone. And then the third zone is panic. And one of the keys to life is to keep pushing our comfort zone. So what elicits fear now just brings about familiarity. And what used to bring about panic just elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize you can feel the fear and do it anyways, then you overcome. You know, I remember hearing a story, what a pastor shared, he said there was this, there's this young man that would follow around this preacher. I mean, he this preacher was anointed, and he was awed by the impact this preacher had with his words and with his meetings and all that. And so uh, one day he got a chance to meet this this pastor, and he, he told him, I've been following you around. I really idolize you. Uh, I want the same blessing. I want your anointing. And so, Pastor, would you pray for over me that I would get the same anointing you have so I could do the same work you do? And with that, he pulled him up, and he said, he prayed over him out loud from the congregation. He said, Dear God, I pray that you put this young man through everything that he needs to go through to have the anointing you put in me. I pray, Lord, that someday he goes through a church split. I pray, Lord, that someday those that are close to him stab him in the back. I pray, Lord, that you will help him uh, uh, bring a, a business go under or help him uh, uh, watch as the church falls apart. I pray, Lord, that you can put him through all the hardship and all the disappointments and all the brokenness that you put me through. And the, the young kid go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, what do you? Why are you praying that over me? He said, "Because if you want the anointing I have, you've got to go through the valleys that I've been through to get there." And boy, we all want the blessings. We all want what's on the other side. That's why we live in this 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 covetous world, and with this privilege movement is all about covetous. It's the Ten Commandment: Thou shalt not covet. And we're all violating the 10th commandment because the whole privilege movement is all about covetousness. We want what other people have. But you don't know what they've been through to get that. And maybe some people have things that they didn't deserve. That's between them and God. What are you wrapped up in other people's stuff? Uh, that, that get Get in your lane. That's not your lane. See, I create an environment where people can live their life with a sense of urgency to not accept good enough. To understand themselves, to understand other people, to understand our past and what to do with it, to understand our gifts and talents. I wrote this poem and we share it in class, it says I know of a man who stood to speak at a gathering of family and friends. He spoke of a friend no longer here, not long ago had been. In a box at the front of the room his friend does lay his final bed, tears flowing, speaking words of wisdom, and this is what he said. There's the date of our birth and the day that we die. Our space between, our dash of life does lie. The way that we live on this earth, this becomes our dash. When you live your life like it matters, it matters not the cars, the house, the cash. Think about that. Are there things you'd like to change? The time is now. You could be at the end or mid-dash range. You can't control the length of your dash. This is for God to divine. The width, intensity, this is yours. No butt prints in the sands of time. What will you do today? Every day is like a ticking clock. How did you spend your time before your time in the box? When your eulogy is written, life's actions are rehashed. It's okay to be proud of the things they say about how you spent your dash. And that's what I mean by planes crash and people die. I put you through the fiery furnace I put you through a fire furnace so you can clean off the dross. You are precious, you are rare. And yet we go through life and we have a lot of stuff attached to us, a lot of stuff that doesn't serve us well. And you got to realize I want to help you become everything you were created to be. Since the beginning of time there's only there's never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands, your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response than another. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. There's always going to be someone who's better at one thing or another. Every person might be your superior in at least one way, but nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents and your feelings. You are unique. You are rare. Let me show you how powerful you are. Let me show you how you can take everything from your life, everything from your past, everything that's ever happened to you, and use it for a greater good to become all you were created to be. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
5: In the Army National Guard, family means everything.
6: Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job. It helped me pay for my house.
5: Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Blue ox seating in
9: a Blue Ox Heating and Air has a legendary deal for you. Get a brand new air conditioner and furnace for as low as $98 a month. That's right, $98 a month. And get up to 18 months with 0% financing. Plus, you'll get a warranty, rebates, and a free programmable thermostat or electronic air cleaner. See website for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care.